Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from Justin Moore and Riley Green, and a big surprise from Dolly Parton and Garth Brooks. <laughs> Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of April 3rd, 2023. We're bringing you the hottest news and the newest music in country music every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And now for the hottest news in country this week. Have to kick things off with the biggest news story of the day, and that is the 2023 CMT Music Awards. It was a huge night for country music and there were so many incredible moments, but first a huge congratulations to all the winners. Video of the year, the biggest award of the night went to Kane Brown and Caitlin Brown for Thank God. Female video of the year went to Lainey Wilson for Heart Like a Truck. Male video of the year went to Jelly Roll, Son of a Sinner. Group Duo Video of the Year went to Zach Brown Band for Out in the Middle. Breakthrough Female Video of the Year went to Megan Maroney for Tennessee Orange. Breakthrough Male Video of the Year went to Jelly Roll for Son of a Sinner. Collaborative Video of the Year went to Hardy and Lainey Wilson for Wait in the Truck. CMT Performance of the Year went to Cody Johnson for Till You Can't from the 2022 CMT Music Awards. And the CMT Digital First Performance of the Year went to Jelly Roll for Son of a Sinner from CMT All Access. Sending a huge congratulations out to all of them. I know watching Jelly Roll win three awards was really cool. He got very emotional about it. You could tell he wasn't expecting it at all, but I think it was to no surprise to us because he has just been killing the game and that was all really exciting. But I have to break down for you some of our favorite moments from the show and that I have to kick off with Kelsey Ballerini. She not only did a very moving and emotional tribute to the victims of school shootings, which you can watch up on All Country News socials now, but she also had an incredible performance which featured drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race, and she absolutely knocked it out of the park, and it really just sent an incredible message of inclusion and equality, especially with the drag ban approaching in Tennessee, which is now on hold, but it just was really incredible to see another artist stand up and make a stance on the subject. So that was definitely a favorite of mine. Another really incredible moment was Alanis Morissette joined by Lainey Wilson, Ingrid Andress, Madeline Edwards, and Morgan Wade for the most epic performance of You Oughta Know. And if you grew up anywhere near the 90s, you know this song. You may still even know it. That's how 
legendary it was, but it was so cool to see kind of a blending of genres and all of these incredible country artists that I love join up with one of my favorite legends in the music industry. If you have not gotten a chance to watch that yet, you can check out a sneak peek up on our socials now. There was also a really incredible tribute to Leonard Skinnerd, and it was a medley of Simple Man and Sweet Home Alabama that literally not only did it close the show out, but it brought the house down. It was so epic and featured so many incredible artists. It is definitely a must watch for this week, but the whole show was just absolutely incredible. There were so many amazing things that happened, not just performances, but also Shania Twain won the Equal Play Award and gave a really beautiful speech. And on a love note side, Kelsey Ballerini and Chase Stokes made their hard launch on the CMT red carpet. That was pretty epic. And you can check out all of this and more up on allcountrynews.com. Again, it was a must watch. So if you get a chance to watch the replay, make sure you do. In other exciting news, CMA announced today the Country Music Hall of Fame Class of 2023, and it features Bob McDill, Patti Loveless, and Tanya Tucker. They are all absolute legends, and I cannot wait to see pictures and footage from this ceremony. Lainey Wilson literally cannot be stopped. She is in my mind, already a superstar, and she just sold out the famed Eagles Ballroom in Milwaukee. And our very own Bobby Dixon was there getting all the best footage and all the tea. So make sure you head to allcountrynews.com now to read all about it. There is nothing I love more than seeing artists surprise fans. And this week, Mr. Tyler Hubbard surprised fans at Broken Spoke Texas Dance Hall for a pop-up show. The footage from it is absolutely fantastic. Make sure you head over to his socials now to check it out. It is such a sweet moment and it looked like an incredible time. Hardy shared his family's reaction to his live performance of A Rock. That comes off of his 2020 Breakthrough album, and it is such an emotional song. It contains personal yet very universal lyrics and is such an incredible moment. You have to check it out now. It's up on his TikTok page, and I suggest possibly grabbing a tissue for this. Congratulations are in order for Parker McCollum, who just received the RIAA Gold Certification for hit single, Handle On You. This guy has been absolutely blowing up the charts and honestly all over my feed, and I am not surprised at all. He has really unique vocals and is an absolute star. So here at ACN, we are sending him a huge congratulations. So we're all still talking about Luke Combs' new album, right? I know in my household, my boyfriend has literally had it on repeat. So I have heard it many, many times. And one of the fan favorites I have noticed is his cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, which I also am obsessed with. 
he released a YouTube video back in 2020 during prime pandemic time and fans were obsessed with it. So he decided to put it on this album. It was special to him. His dad used to play it all the time for him when he was a kid and he absolutely nails it. If you haven't gotten a chance to listen to the album yet, please do. And then also make sure you listen to that specific one because it is probably one of the best covers of that song I have ever heard. Big Loud Records recently announced that Charles Wesley Godwin has joined their roster. He is a really incredible country folk artist and country folk is like a total sweet spot for me. I absolutely vibe with that and it's Really amazing to see him be signed to such a great label. I cannot wait to see where he heads next. You can check out more info on that up on allcountrynews.com now. Colby Calais sold out the Hotel Cafe twice in one night. And she performed the most incredible shows. This happened on Monday, March 27th. And those who were lucky enough to attend went on a trip down memory lane as she played her classics such as Lucky, Try, Realize, and of course, Bubbly. But the highlight of the night was the new music she shared, which is only a hint at what is to come on her upcoming album. And I am so excited about this. I've been a fan of hers for years and she sang a new song, Worth It, which is about cherishing a relationship you had. And also expresses that not all breakups or endings are a bad thing. And she's just so special. She's so unique. And I was lucky enough to see her open up for John Mayer on tour quite a many years ago. And she just has that star quality. Like she just has the power to command an entire room. Her voice and the piano or keyboard, whatever she's working on, she is just absolutely spectacular. And I, for one, cannot wait for the new album. Exciting ACM Awards announcement, Dolly Parton and Garth Brooks are teaming up to host the 58th ACM Awards on May 11th. That will be happening on May 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern and will stream live exclusively for a global audience across 240 plus territories on Prime Video from Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas. If you can't make the live broadcast, it will be shown the next day for free on Amazon Freebie. And now it's time to dive into the hottest releases in country music this week. The hottest. The hottest. Have to kick things off with a new track from Justin Moore and Riley Green titled Everybody Get Along. It's a timely song all about kind of what is going on in the world right now and just asking the question of, you know, why can't we all get along? And it is really also kind of a fun track. Make sure you check this one out. Brandon Davis released a new track, Jesus and Jesse James, which also just happens to be the title track of his upcoming EP, which is due out this April 28th. And the song focuses on country music from his heroes and it is definitely your classic kind of country tune so if that is your vibe you're gonna love this 
Griffin Palmer announced a new vulnerable debut album titled Unlearn and released the title track, which is really special and to me super unique. It's on a subject matter that I don't feel like is written about a lot. It's about growing up with divorced parents and I know so many of us can relate to that and it's all about kind of letting that guard down of things that you saw that affected you as an adult when you were a kid and just kind of unlearning that and being open to what lays ahead and I think it's a really cool message and really unique debut single for an album. I love it and I cannot wait to hear the rest. This next release is probably my favorite for the entire week. It literally knocked me over the first time I heard it. It's Colby Ackiff, who honored his childhood pup in his new song, Boy and a Bird Dog. And I've probably talked about this on previous episodes because I know I've definitely talked about dogs a lot, but that is the best animal on the face of this earth. We truly don't deserve them. And this song is so cute. And to me, this song is what country music's all about. It's it's telling a beautiful story and the vocals on it are absolutely insane. It's a little bit for me on the folksy side, but also just really traditional, like taking us back to those country roots. Basically, I'm obsessed and I'm telling you, this is your must, must listen for the week. Jenna Paulette released her new track, The Girl I Was, and this is all about her getting back to her roots, which I absolutely love. I think she is such an incredible artist who really sticks to the traditional country route, and I am here for that, and I just think this song is really special, and it is definitely another must-listen for the week. Josh Ross released his new single, Red Flags, and it's all about that toxic love and asking what if we're both red flags, which I think is a really interesting take on the subject, and it's a really great song. I feel like it's pretty timely. I feel like everywhere I look now, I'm seeing memes about red flags for relationships, and it's just really fun. Cassie Joy released her new album, Miles and Maybe, and it is totally autobiographical, especially the title track, which you know I'm always a sucker for. But I also love track nine, Life of My Party, and Maybelline Super Fun. To be honest with you, there's 14 tracks. They're all fantastic. So another one to add to your list for the week. David J released a new track once and it's about that once in a lifetime love that you find in your life. So for all my lovebirds out there, you are gonna love this one and definitely want to play it for your sweetie. Matthew Wayne released his new album, Self-Titled, and I always love a self-titled album. I feel like those ones are normally the ones where artists share the most about themselves. I am obsessed with track three, Burn These Boots. Morning Person is also really fun, but every track is absolutely fantastic. And track number 13, Morning Person, the piano version, 
obsessed. So another one to add to your weekly list. Listen to all this new music out this month on our All Country News Spotify playlist and make sure you sign up for our weekly newsletter so you can get all this news here first. We have a very special guest this week. Mr. Ben Chapman joined us and our very own Bobby Dixon sat down to talk all things music with him. You can check that all out here now. Okay, this makes this even that much more fun. So growing up, what kind of music was playing in your house? You know, I mean, what are some of those early memories? Literally everything. Like, my parents are super like, so that, I mean, they love country and stuff, but they, they were like classic rock kids. So like Almond Brothers, Leonard Skinner, especially being from the South. So it was like, we were listening, my mom's favorite band CCR. So that's, that's pretty much all we listened to. And then I was a huge Beatles head, um, like all like fifth grade to 12th grade I had a Beatles shrine like I still have it here at the house and like I have like all the records and everything so it was awesome but mostly like all that kind of stuff and that's what kind of sprung my love of music and then um started playing guitar and because of the Beatles and so just kind of fell into that but that's what was always playing around here just classic rock I love All it. That, so did, uh, was the first song you learned on the guitar, I'm assuming was a Beatles tune, correct? Yeah, I think it was, I think I thumbed around on, uh, well, actually, I think the, the first song was Heart of Gold, Neil Young. And then the second song was Don't Let Me Down. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So why the Beatles? What, you know what I mean? They were such, so groundbreaking. They sounded, I'm sure, very different to you. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. My one of my favorite teachers in middle school would play the Beatles during our creative writing class. And they just sounded so different from like, you know, I mean, I'm Chicago based. So everything that was playing up in Chicago. So what was it about the Beatles that you just like really took to? Man, I don't even really know. I think it was, I think it's what captivated everybody by them. I I mean, I, I don't know why. I think it's the mysterious factor of like because there's no mysterious factor to almost any artist anymore because of and there's nothing wrong with it it's just the fact of social media and the fact of you know meet and greets and vips and like you can be so connected to an artist especially in the country world and there's just no mysterious factor anymore and i think that's what is kind of rock and roll in quotes you know i think that's what people gravitate towards and it's just so interesting when you don't really know anything about a person and then it's you're just so captivated by the music at that point I so that. it's like I, I i love that and i think that's what i just being a little kid in the country and it's like holy crap these guys look like a freaking spaceship yeah. you know so <laughs> it's like do you have a favorite era of Beatles? I know my um, shout out to Mr. Thomas Kevich, my art uh, technology teacher back at Hadley Elementary, it. but his favorite era of the Beatles had to be Sergeant Pepper era. That's I yeah. think, all he oh, played. I, I love, I like, so mine's like 68 through 70 is when okay. I like it. So when I'm going down the road, that's what I'll listen to. When I was young, it was like 63, 64, 65 Beatles, like the pop Beatles. So I was loving that stuff. But then as I got older and like got into like the Rolling Stones and like all that, then it changed over to like 
you know, 69, 70, those last three records are like my favorites, you know, like it, those are perfect to me. I love it. I love it. I love that. I know it's so funny because I actually, and I love that you say CCR and you know, Almond Brothers. I actually took my mom to go see the Almond Brothers revival here in Chicago. Oh, as, awesome. as a birthday where, where, was gift. It? where was it? It was at the Chicago theater. It was oh, insane. Man. That's freaking awesome, yeah, dude. There's so much like, great music history in Chicago. Like the, the dead, I'm a huge deadhead. So like they, I mean, they pretty much own that city. They so do. It, it, <laughs> but there's so much great music. Just I love it. I love it. Made, yeah. I know. I love, so I was reading up on you and stuff that your team had sent over. And I think something stuck out to me. You did like a little residency here. Uh, what was it? I guess last year called the Peach Jam. So talk yeah. to me about how you got from, you mean, small town, North Georgia to play in the residency named after the fruit of your state. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so when I was 21, I moved to Nashville, um, always doing songwriting here in, in Georgia, but Channing, you know, Channing Wilson, right? I do. Yeah. So he's from the same hometown and uh, we're basically really good buddies. And he's kind of like my mentor as far as in the music world. And he was like, Hey man, you got to move to Nashville if you want to take this thing serious. Um, Cause I was doing writers rounds around town and stuff. And just like going back and forth to Nashville, but never really making the official move. He's like, dude, if you want to take this serious, do it, move. It's now's the time, you know, you can get into everywhere. You can network, you can, um, you can really move the needle right now. And I was like, all right, man. So moved and it took two or three years to find a good community. And like, really, um, I mean, I, I met my community probably within the first year, but it took us a couple of years to get, you know, get recognition and, and be like, oh, okay, Hey, these guys are okay. You know? And, um, so it kind of led into that. And then, um, I started working with Mandolin, our manager, Mandolin Monchick. She's badass. She's awesome. And, um, Jake gear, he's our publisher. And, um, he was like, Hey man, let's start a, a, a monthly thing. I don't know where we do it or what we call it or, but you just jam with your band because he's a super deadhead too. And we were, (laughs) we were always going back and forth about Grateful Dead and all that stuff. And I was like, well, I don't know how we actually came on the name Peach Jam. I'm sure it's because I'm from Georgia and Almond Brothers fan, but we landed on Peach Jam and we did it every month last year. Um, And it was awesome. We had all kinds of guests. We had Britt Taylor, Adam Chaffins, Paul McDonald, Drake White, uh, Brent Cobb, uh, Kaylee Hammock, um, Caitlin Butts. It was it was just an awesome, awesome time. Hayes Carl come and did one. Jesus Christ, was, that's great. It was just so much fun. And I mean, there's so many more that I'm just forgetting right now. But um, so it was absolutely amazing and it just made the band so tight and it just helped us as a band and as a community too because by the time we got done by the time 12 months was over by the time the year was over we had a community built and it was like we had people coming out and it was like they were coming to every show and like it was like almost a thing they were like had like these pat these peach jam passes and they were getting their you know stamps and everything flyer card yeah, and it was kind of like a thing, you know, and it was it was really special. But um, we've just been so busy this year 
that we've moved it to four times this year. So we're going to do it quarterly. And um, we just actually had the first one um, two days ago and we had Brent Cobb, Channing and Katie Pruitt. So it was. Jesus Christ. I love that you bring up uh, Miss Katie Butts. She's the reason I have my tattoo. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I so I, I got to meet Cleto. I've met him a couple of times, but I finally got to tell him over the summer uh, and he took a picture and we FaceTimed Katie and I got to tell her all about it. So I love that you include her. She's she's like yeah. from another world, but I happy like, what is it? Two or three week anniversary to the new album. I'm obsessed oh, with it. Um, but I've noticed, you know, listening to it on Spotify it says Ben Chapman and Co. So is and Co. this band that you have been referring to? It is. It is. It's right. this band. And uh, we we were thumbing around on names and stuff. And we we're like, let's just name it Co. Man. Like like let's just have fun with it. And um, yeah, it's it's for my best friends. And we just it's it's been awesome. So it's actually fun to have a permanent band because there's so many people in Nashville with like hired guns, you know. And it's just. It, it feels great. Those shows are amazing, but there's something about connection <laughs> with, with your people and a band and traveling the world in a, in a suburban, you know, and, and seeing everybody at all times of the, of the day. And it's perfect, but you, you, uh, it's, it's been awesome, but yes, that is, that is the new band. So I love it. But yeah, but I mean, for me as a fan, you can tell the difference. I mean, I think to, you know, I mean, a regular I don't want to say a regular fan to discriminate towards anybody, but as like a casual fan, you know what I mean? It's, you're just excited to see good music, but as someone who is like, you know what I mean? Just a sucker for good live music. It, there's definitely a difference, but my favorite off the track or after off the album has to be night trained in Nashville. It is giving me oh, like yeah. Lucas Nelson meets almond brothers, like shake it up in a box. And then you guys come out. So Talk to I me love about it. that song and why you felt that that song had to be on the new project. Um, so Meg and I actually, or no, actually I wrote that with Bo Bedford just, um, and Bo's this badass Texas producer. He works with Paul Cawthon and the Texas gentleman, and he's a sweetheart of a guy. And it was our first time writing actually. And he came in and he had pretty much half the song and he was like, Hey man, you want to help me finish this? And I was like, yeah. And he started singing it. And so the idea of the song is about just about being on the road, of course. But Night Train is actually a bus company in Nashville. So Night Train to Nashville is, hey, get me on the bus, take me home, you know. So, um, but all of that stuff is true. Like every every line in that is, is all true. Um, especially the tripping over cowboy boots line. So like in a, in a, in a bus, you have a bunk alley yep. and everybody puts their boots, you know, when they get in bed, they take their boots off. So everybody's tripping over boots literally every night going to bed. Um, if you're on a bus, if you're fortunate enough to be on a bus, I love it. <laughs> uh, but, um, so that's kind of what that song's about, but the, what caught me was the melody and the groove of the song. And we, um, we were looking for songs to go on this record and, and I didn't even think about that song. And then I started playing it just on acoustic and I was like, man, this song is, this is a groove. So um, we started playing it and 
we worked it out and it was it's it's my favorite it's my favorite track off there is is i think georgia dreaming and that one are my two oh, favorite man i mean they're just so funky and it's so funny that like i connect with that but then i'm like jesus my parents are deadheads and love almond brothers and ccr so i'm really not that shocked that now at 30 i'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> i know i know we always try to look for new stuff and then i'm like I always go back and listen to the same old, I'm like, man, you just, it, you can't beat it. It's like, it's literally, there's a reason that was the golden era of music. Yeah. And it's like, it was just a different time, man. And it's just like, it's, don't get me wrong. There's so much great new music. Oh, yeah. and there's so many great new artists and so many great people and wonderful, wonderful people. Yeah. But it's just like, there's something so warm and fuzzy about it. I mean, my mom jokes she wants I'm no angel played at her funeral. I mean, that's the right. Oh joke in her family. <laughs> oh, dude. I gotta meet your mom. Oh, that's my mom funny. is she is a hippy dippy. And it's funny, as I've gotten older, I've realized, wow, you really are a hippy dippy. So I love it. I, it's so funny. Cause I mean, you mentioned that you commuted back and forth from Georgia to Nashville and I had written down here, it, you know what I mean? What do you have to have on the night train to Nash? Like what's something you have to have on tour with you? Um, definitely weed. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, and, 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 uh, that's pretty much about it. That'll keep us happy. As, as long as we have our music and that we're, we're all right. I love but, it. I love it. But definitely a lot of snacks too, yeah. for sure. That's, I love it. So, but we've been we've been traveling around in uh, in this 04 suburban. It's my dad's old work suburban, and we're pulling a trailer behind it, and it's five guys in there, and we've it's been it's been really fun, but <laughs> as, as you can imagine. But, uh, oh but yeah, there's that's... always kind of there's always different shit going around in there. So oh, we got I'm sure. Yeah, uh, we got what, whatever you need. Back, Just come pass back a crave case now and again. Yeah. yeah. Pass back a little case, a little Debbie's. Yeah. <laughs> We're rocking. We're rocking and rolling. I love it. So when we got to see you last year in Chicago, opening up for uh, the boys of Muscadine Bloodline, my girlfriend looked at me and asked, "What kind of shampoo do you think he uses?" And so when I told her I was chatting with you today, she goes, "You got to ask him what kind of shampoo he uses." So what do you use? Well, I use all kinds, uh, mostly hotel shampoo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so whatever the cheapest shampoo I, I love it. can buy, I'm sure. Oh, but uh, I definitely use a lot of hotel shampoo. And then at home, I, uh, what's the green bottle? You know, the green clear bottle. Oh, know, a little, is that suave or something maybe? Yeah, whatever. It's the sleek and shine or whatever. Yeah. So that, that's... <laughs> that's the kind I use but um yeah and I wash it about mm, every four days you know hey, I let it go you're on the good. same hair washing schedule I, I like it <laughs> good and greasy before I uh before I do anything with it and then no conditioner no oh, conditioner. okay that's the trick that's the trick, that's the trick. I love it so talk to me about that I know right so talk to me about tour touring with Charlie and Gary I mean what a bunch of groovy guys. You know, I mean, what was the most, I guess, what was the biggest thing you learned while you were out on the road with them? Um, I think how to be professional. Uh, those guys are the most professional, um, have their shit together bands I've ever been, been around. And 
they're also the sweetest guys. They are literally so genuine and they care about their fans. They're, they don't care. They'll, they'll stand in line for three hours and sign every freaking autograph. And like, I learned a lot on that of just like, me, like when I get done, I'm like, I'm always like, oh, you know, like, was that a good show and everything? And it's like, should I go sign and should I go hang out? And it's like, yes, the answer yeah. is yes. And I've definitely learned that from them. It's just like, go meet your fans, go interact, go have fun. And they, they really did. And it was just like, and they took me in, they took, and I, I mean, they're like brothers to me now. So everybody in that band is so amazing. I can't say enough about them. They're 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 the real deal. And I love it. And it's awesome how ind independent they are and just like literally they can do whatever they want because they've built this kind of dynasty almost. Yeah. It's uh it's really cool. Really, really cool to see. I love it. But you are also now keeping yourself extremely busy on in my opinion, probably the biggest tour right now, the bell bottom country tour. But I gotta mm -hmm. ask you, will you ever be caught dead in a pair of bell bottoms? I don't know, man. I, hey, I, I, you know me. I'm a '70s head, so I, I like some bell bottoms. I, if, if I could find a pair that would fit, I, you might see me in some. Oh my you might god, see I but love no. it. But talk to me about being in front of that crowd. I mean, I've, I've been to a couple Laney shows, and actually, we get to see you here in a couple of weeks up in Milwaukee. So I'm excited about I that. But awesome. talk to me about playing in front of a, a crowd that's probably predominantly women. Um, how does that change up your, your game? You know what I mean? Or is it just the same old show you always put on? I mean, there's some things that we think about, you know, as far as song choice, but we pretty much just get up there and, and do our thing. And, and if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, Hey, we'll see you next time, you know, <laughs> but that's kind of how we have to think about it. And, but the tour has been awesome. And the fans have been awesome. Uh, Lainey is, is like a sister to Meg and I, I mean, she's literally, she is gold. I mean, it's, I can't say enough good about her. She's took us in and just literally showed us the ropes on, on everything. So it's, it's, she's such a sweetheart, but her fans are, are awesome. Um, they're and the crowds have been unreal. I mean, it's been like, you know, a thousand to 2000 people every night. And it's just been like, Holy cow. Those are the biggest crowds we've played in front of pretty much ever. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they interact and they get wild and it's fun. It's been really cool. And we've gotten to meet a lot of people like after the show. So it's just been great and growing our fan base. So it's, it's been really good. Really, I love really it. Good. So I can't even believe we're in March. I mean, I, like I said, I'm Chicago based and we have snow. Oh, I'm like, like insane. It, it's great. I love it, but it's just going too fast. But for the rest of the year here, what are some goals you have for yourself and your music? Um, definitely put out another record. We're going to probably do Amber Sound Volume Two for sure. And then um, there's some exciting stuff happening. Uh, can't really say it under wraps right now, but we're kind of keeping it under the rug. But I think there's going to be some really special stuff happening with with Meg and I here soon. And, um, so that's something to look forward to. And then just being out on the road, we have a lot of shows that we're looking forward to. We're getting to play a lot of festivals that have been on my bucket list. So, um, I'm excited for those. 
And then if we can just keep it going and and keep the ball rolling, that's kind of my only goal is just to to be there, be there on time, <laughs> and and uh and play a good show. You know, I try not to overthink things because I'm an overthinker and uh, anxiety tends to creep huh. in when I overthink and look to the future. So I try to live in the moment and just kind of um, do it day by day. And my goals be very minimal and uh, and just kind of keep doing it and, and all that. But it's been great so far. So, well, thank you so much answer to your question. (laughs) No, you know what? I feel like half the time I don't really even care the answers. I just love having conversations with y'all and, you know, are thankful that you guys want to take the time to chat and, but I am so excited. We will see you here in a couple of weeks. I'm going to just wear a, I don't know. I'll wear my Allman brothers band vintage tea. Oh my God. Come on with (laughs) it. Come on with it. Uh, I know I found it here at a vintage shop in Chicago and I looked at the guy, he only wanted five bucks for it. And I go, you know, this is probably worth a lot more. Than <laughs> I'm going to pay you $5. But I'm going to pay you $5 for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, Ben, thank you so much. And we'll see you on the road here soon. I really appreciate it. Oh, of course. Awesome. We'll chat soon. Bye-bye. All right. See you. Have to announce this week's artist spotlight, which is the incredible Landon Parker. You can follow him now on socials at Landon Parker and make sure you check out his catalog. He is absolutely fantastic as country as it gets. And before I sign off, you know, we have to talk about video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Lainey Wilson's performance of Heart Like a Truck at the 2023 CMT Music Awards. I watched this live and I literally was geeking out. She's such a superstar. I mean, everything she does is so incredible. And also the pants that she wore during this performance, if you were a girl in the 90s or early 2000s, you will Definitely get Lisa Frank vibes from them, which I am always here for. But again, she absolutely knocked it out of the park. She never misses. You're going to want to watch this one on repeat. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.